Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I am your host, White Owl. And today, um, you know, I know these episodes are pretty late, but um, what I'm doing today is um, I'm going to be having, uploading two episodes, um, of course, one for this week and one for the previous week. Uh, We've been kind of busy, you know, we have been uh, doing a lot of work here and there with different things. You know, I uh, produce another podcast and I, you know, work on other projects here and there, Uh, but we've been trying to get this... uh, Actually, we've been, and this is, this is, this is something that nobody in the, in the team knows really. And this is exclusive information for you guys. We are going to be getting a, hopefully everything goes through, but we'll be getting our first sponsor here for the uh, podcast, which is going to be great for us. And uh, we are definitely going to be you know promoting this uh, product pretty soon. And, you know, we've been working for, you know, doing various projects here and there. But, um, you know, we've been trying to do different things. You know, one of the things that we've been, I've, if you notice recently, you know, we've been giving you guys different stories of, of UFOs that are being uh, given to us by our listeners. You know, you guys, you know, you you know, give us some stories and we, you know, we'll find interesting and stuff like that. And we'll definitely, you know, retell it or, you know, if, if, you know, I know a lot of you guys are pretty shy, don't want to give, you know, your information or record yourself. And I get it. Um, I, I fully understand. And, you know, we'll, you know, play that in for, you know, the, the, uh, the audio for you guys, but, you know, we, people like to hear the stories people like to hear what other people are experiencing and a lot of people are experiencing a lot of things um you know especially with like cryptics and ufos and things like that and and uh, ghost stories you know we love to hear that you know information uh but lately we've been uh, giving you a lot of ufo stuff because you know we had that one um you know the story about frankie and people you know thought you know that oh my, oh my god that's interesting and you know i've had this this experience or I had something similar and people you know give us that information that story and and it's interesting you know you hear other people who have had something similar and today is no different you know you know I, again this is a two-parter so i'll be giving you two two stories back to back and so you know one, one of the first stories that we have here is that um, a listener who sent us this it's real short and from somebody named jesse and she she um you know gave us this uh, story from i believe it's from new york i believe that's let me see yeah yeah new york and she lives up upstate and she was talking about you know some her weird experience with like possible ufo and you know she talks about going hiking and, and again we, you know one of those one of those things that a lot of these stories have in common is a hiking story you know it's a interesting thing i mean if you are ever out there hiking you know your senses tend to hyping up because you know you're alone it's getting dark or whatever and or and you have the you're kicking in your survival skills so there's different things happening you know you're you're more aware um if you go in a group it's a little different if you go in a group you know you're obviously not alone you 
have people to depend on. You know, you're, you know, there's other people aware of what's happening of the surroundings when you're with other groups. When you're alone, you have to depend on yourself. You know, you have to be aware of where you're going, where you're headed, what is your surrounding area, you know, um, your destination, how long it's taking you. So you have all these things that, that are working. And so, again, when you're a team, you work as a team, you, everybody has maybe a duty or something, you know. Um, and again, you have a destination. Anyways, so like I was saying, this individual had a destination, was going somewhere. Um, and I, I'm not sure if she was taking pictures or was a photographer or something that she was doing along the ride. And anyways, she was heading up this area, up this, uh, this cliff. And, you know, that's a, one of those things that a lot of people like to do is obviously take pictures. And it's one of those things that I've also always try to put out there that, you know, take your cameras, take, be ready, attach a GoPro to yourself, you know, cause you never know what's going to happen, what you may miss, you know, essentially like you may be looking one way, trying to take a picture and something may pass in front of you and you just don't know. And, you know, that's why a lot of people set up these uh, game trail cams, you know, not just to obviously capture game, but, you know, they, hey, they think there's something happening around their ranch or something, and they want to be able to capture that. So, anyways, so Jesse was up climbing this cliff, you know, she's very familiar with, again, another story is people are familiar with, and she was heading up this area, you know, she's climbing up this cliff, and, you know, regular day she sees something that it's up in the sky this is around seven eight o'clock and it's pretty dark and you know she sees this thing takes a couple pictures of it you know thought it was interesting uh takes pictures of the sky sun the sunset and you know whatever decides to head back you know it's getting real dark and heads back takes her a little bit longer than usual and uh, she's she's you know she says hey look it took about maybe another 30 40 minutes to get back to her vehicle but she thought you know hey i was walking real slow you know no big deal gets back to her vehicle gets home now this is where it gets a little where it's, it's a little different from the rest of the stories that i've previously talked about where it's similar and this is again this is very similar again see something in the sky text pictures whatever goes back takes longer than usual to get head back again possible missing time you know i'm not sure i'm just noticing similarities here gets back home whatever goes to sleep has dinner well has dinner goes to sleep and something happens while she sleeps sleep paralysis you know that old sleep paralysis um you know one could say that you know the ufo that she saw or the whatever triggered something in her memory or triggered something and she is now thinking about hey this could be something you know you know ufo aliens you know it it could have triggered some psyche thing you know and again i'm breaking it down as we go so goes to sleep suddenly wakes up there's vibration through her body um the bed feels like it's shaking there's appears to be some kind of light off the corner and even uh, a possible being of some sort, some kind of humanoid, um, is standing off to the side. She says she sees these little um, orbs, small orbs coming out from the the side of the being. You know, they're coming from behind the being, and the being, this humanoid, is just standing there. And these uh, orb things are coming around, and they're kind of like 
scanning her or something. You know, she's not sure. They're kind of just going around her and looking at her. You know, she doesn't know what to make of it. And so, you know, they start recording her or it feels like she thinks that's what's happening. She then um, feels like she's being levitated and being pulled in to this door, this where this humanoid was standing. Um, she doesn't remember the edges of this uh, of this door, but the humanoid, the humanoid, the humanoid goes back in through the light. The light cover pretty much consumes this humanoid, where she can no longer see him. And this orb, you know, things are picking her up. You know, she feels like they're assisting her in being pulled into whatever this is and so this thing is like pulling her in and it takes her into this thing and she blacks out doesn't remember doesn't recall anything the following morning she wakes up she's on the floor you know her she says her leg was on the bed she was on the floor leg on the bed and she was facing the where her feet would have been so her her head on the floor but on the end of the bed and one foot over you know one could say she may have had some kind of like nightmare of some sort and caused her to turn around and move about in the bed and maybe at some point she fell out of bed you know possibly fell out of bed um which i mean it's it's plausible you know uh, she says she's had um two other experiences that are similar like this uh, where she's had this like sleep paralysis and she's looked into sleep paralysis you know it's one of those things that's very common these days is sleep paralysis and uh, she you know looked into it she investigated it you know of course you want to look into the different things that are out there what it's happening and and you know what what's happening to your body what is it psychological or you know is it what is it is it actually happening uh, or again or is it psychological so, you know, she looks into that. One of her experience is and fits the criteria of the normal, basic, you know, routine of sleep paralysis where a lot of men experience this thing on their chest or this like weight on their chest. They wake up, they can't move. And there's an old hag. You know, I've talked about this. You know, Sai has talked about this. Hoffman has talked about this. And so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, what is it, you know, and she experienced something like that. You know, there was a some kind of humanoid again, you know, possibly a witch or hag or something like something like that. And, you know, and they stood there and then came to her to the bed very forcefully. And she freaked out. And couldn't scream. Couldn't scream. She tried, you know, to scream for help or nothing. Nothing was happening. And she has roommates. Nobody could listen to her. No, you know, nothing was happening. She was freaking out. And then suddenly she wakes up and it's morning. And she doesn't recall falling back asleep or anything like that. Or finally able to maneuver. Blacks out. Wakes up. It's full bright morning. Sun is going through her windows and everything. And so she doesn't know what to make of it. You know, what's happening to her. You know, and this is this is actually it's fairly recent. You know, this is seven within the last couple two three months. So her experience is very very recent. Um, what is happening? I have no idea what is happening to her, but something obviously is happening to her. Um, another story that I have here 
that I think was worthy of me telling. Again, a, lot, a few of y'all have been submitting some of these stories where I think it's interesting to tell. But, you know, I, I went in and picked what I thought was good or what fit to the UFO alien type of story. You know, people are having experiences, this and that. And I think it's something that definitely should be told. Uh, another story that I have here is from somebody. Okay, this story is from Chris. This one's actually from a a area that actually we've talked about before. And again, this is a very interesting story. This one's actually from Marfa. You know, uh, the Marfa Lights. Marfa, Texas, obviously. And this area is very well known for the lights that have been, uh, you know, the Marfa Lights. You know, we, we've had an episode where we've we've actually had a conversation about what it could be. Now, this happens on US 90. There's actually an area where it's designated where you can go and you can actually look up the the visitor center area and you can visit and check it out. I mean, it's it's a very interesting area where they have this occurrence, um, the Marfa lights have been going around for actually quite quite some time um the apparition is uh, you know it's a it's very mysterious nobody knows what's actually happening uh the light viewing area was made possible by the generosity uh, donation of clayton and modessa williams it's the area where you can go and check out the the uh, the lights now this gift honors them who first wrote about the mysterious lights in 1880. Man, that's a long ass time. The 1880s. You know, it's, it, it goes back to tell you, like, this has been going on for a very long time. Now, this individual, Chris, had experienced this. You know, they wanted he wanted to go out there with his family and check this area out. You know, he's heard about it. You know, he's heard me talk about um, you know, the experiences that people have had in this area and you go online and, you know, people talk about this area, you know, there's, what are these lights? What's happening out there? You know, is it a trickery? Is it an illusion? You know, is there something that's because you stand in this specific area that you see a curvature of light of possible ufos or objects passing through is that what's happening but we don't again we don't know what's happening really but you know people have this experience you know so chris heads out there with his family and you know there's a couple people out there already you know there's locals that come to this area and people you know within the driving distance come and visit and you know he spoke to a few people here and there and you know there's he met a, a few folks that have been you know, going into this area every other like weekend or something like that and have been experiencing the, the, the lights. And so, you know, it's very interesting. You know, they go out there, try to figure it out, you know, try to debunk it or try to see what's going on with these lights. You know, nobody knows, you know, everybody's out there trying to figure it out, trying to, you know, see if it's some kind of trickery or illusion or what's happening, you know, what, what's really taking place. And so, you know, Everybody's, you know, checking it out, okay, trying to figure it out. And, and it makes sense. So anyways, Chris goes out there. He's, he, you know, there's, there's a, there's like a bit of a, uh, you know, excitement, you know, seeing what's going on. And he sees it, you know, the family sees it. And he says, you know, they were out there from like, you know, 
10 to like, I don't know, I don't remember. He said, he said like 12 or something like that. And then finally he decided to leave, you know, back to, um, back into town, I guess. And an area they were staying, uh, for like a better little break, bed and breakfast place. And then they were going to head back home, you know, and the following day, um, or continue on with the trip, something like that. And so anyways, you know, they are heading back and he's checking out in his review mirror and he's noticing that there's this strange light looks like it's following him he again initially actually he didn't think it was strange he thought it was another car you know following coming up behind him and whatever and you know it's there's a good stretch where the road is just straight and this line is one light and it's coming off from an area where there's no road okay strange and it's coming up you know off on his uh you know, passenger side, and he notices coming a little bit closer, and it's getting closer, and it's getting closer, and he's like, you know, what is this? How how is it possible that this thing is getting closer and closer? And so, you know, he's he's trying to figure it out, and so, you know, he keeps he's keeping an eye on it, he's keeping an eye on it, doesn't say anything, and his wife says, hey, what's going on? You know, she's also been looking at this light. And they're watching this thing and it's moving and it's getting closer, like I said, and it's coming off from her side. And he thinks it's about three, four hundred, you know, feet from them. You know, it's getting it's that close. And, you know, he starts to speed up. He's like, I don't know what it is. It might he starts thinking, you know, again, he listens to this episode. I mean, he listens to this podcast. So he gets a little he, he started getting a little paranoid. And so he starts thinking something's up you know what is it he starts thinking it's it's a ufo it's a ufo and he starts thinking oh my god we're gonna get abducted you know my family's gonna get abducted and so he starts speeding up starts speeding up speeding up he's going faster he's doing 80 and you know he his wife's like slow down slow down and you know he looks back and as he says as he looked back he swears this thing just you know, it flew straight up, straight up. His wife looks at the mirror and it's not there anymore. It's gone. Where did it go? How fast would have been moving if he thought it was a single vehicle? You know, when it's far, the distance of the two headlights, you think it's it's a, it's far. You know, it's a single vehicle, two headlights. It's obviously it's far, far. You know, what is happening? And so then, you know, you start to question it because, you know, as it gets closer, the lights separate and you see two headlights. And so at the distance that he was seeing it, you could start seeing possible two headlights. And so, you know, what is going on? You know, he starts to wonder, he starts to think. And so, you know, he... He, he was left wondering what was it you know he gets out of there he gets to his bed and breakfast he stayed up he you know this thing was bothering him what could have been and you know he wasn't sure what ends up happening is nothing i mean he nobody got taken there was no alien abduction you know none of that and so he's not sure what it was you know he, he thinks it was a ufo he's pretty sure he actually he's he's 100 percent it was a ufo but, I mean, we don't know. 
it's gonna be one of those things until we figure it out. You know, we ask the right questions. Um, you know, unfortunately, he didn't have a dash cam or anything like that, or um, his wife wasn't able to record it. You know, they just didn't think of, at the time to do that. You know, no cameras whatsoever. Your review cameras actually would have been uh, the one, but like you know, none of that. And so you know, it's it, again, it's it's a story. You know, it's been being a story that this person this Chris has and he shares with his family you know that he had this experience but you know what what could have what could have happened you know what what if it was and what if they did you know what if he were abducted and he just can't remember you know um it's one of those things you know it's very it's very unfortunate but he wasn't unfortunately he wasn't able to get uh, you know evidence you know not, not that he wasn't taken but you know he wasn't able to get evidence um but definitely we'll again we're giving you a second episode with another set of stories but again if you know hopefully you enjoyed this episode uh, again share like follow us on instagram and twitter and facebook and we'll catch you on the next episode later